Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Today's Bible verse comes from James chapter 5, verse 16. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Oh, perfect. Wonderful verse, isn't it? Love that verse. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And that's what our marriage prayer is about today, effectual, Mm -hmm. fervent prayer. Interesting. I I don't know if I ever told you this story, but when I was about... Maybe grade 10, I guess. We went on one of those horse-driven rides in our youth group. Like a hayride? Hayride, that's okay. it. Yeah, yep. it was a hayride. And afterward, we all went to this big, um, like, a room where we, you know, we had a speaker. We were listening to. We're all sitting around listening and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he asked us to pray. And it was really interesting because the girl that I had brought from school, she didn't know how to pray. And she said to me, what do I do? And I just said, well, just close your eyes and bow your head. Like, you know, but I never realized until that time that, you know, people just don't, some people don't really know how to pray, how to pray. Yeah. Boy, I'm stumbling over my words today. (laughs) Don't worry. I had a nap. I'm still yawning it out. I had a nap, just woke up a little while ago. A little uh, while, minutes ago. But, you know, I, I feel kind of like that girl sometimes too. Where I'm like, I don't really know what to pray. I used to go to prayer meetings on Wednesday night with my parents. And I'm going to be honest here. I didn't like it because it was too long. Everybody was praying and I was so young. And I would be sitting there wiggling. Well, maybe it was because you were so young. But it seemed so long. Maybe. Maybe because I had a little ADHD. I don't know. But... (laughs) I didn't know what to pray. Like I didn't know. Sure, and sure. I felt so inadequate and all these people were around me, you know, and I was young. And so I'm like thinking, oh, I don't know what to pray, Lord. I'm not, I'm, I don't know what to pray. It's really hard to keep my eyes closed this time. And the whole time, you know, I was so distracted about the fact that I did not know how to pray. I think that I wasn't enjoying it as much as the rest of the people who came to pray. Sure. But I've come to learn that really praying isn't something we need to be good at, even if we don't know how to pray, which I didn't know back then. And so that was tough for me to sit through for an hour because I didn't know what I felt like I'd so inadequate. But God just wants us to be with him. It doesn't matter what we're saying to him. We could just be saying, Lord, thank you for this day or tell him about your day or just ask him to come in and help you with something that you are thinking about in your marriage, something you like about your husband, something you like about your marriage, or maybe something that's troubling you about your marriage. Mm-hmm. So prayer doesn't always have to be this. Um, you don't need to have a list of the honeydew list. It doesn't I have guess. to be eloquent. It, it's, yeah. It's a conversation. I think that's what it was for me. Yeah. I would think there's only so much time here that I can really ask God for stuff. And then what do I do with the rest of the hour? You know, when you're really young like that, you don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. But it's not really about that. It's not just like, okay, here are my my requests, Lord. I'm going to write you out my little, well, honey-do list, as I said before. And can you do these things, Lord? It's more of us saying, okay, Lord, I want to spend this hour with you. Just want to talk to you. And sometimes even that prayer time 
might just be a time of listening. Lord, I'm mm-hmm. going to be quiet now for five minutes in your presence. And maybe it might be singing a little song quietly to yourself. Or if you're all alone in the house, maybe you want to sing it out loud to God. It doesn't really matter what you're praying. But it does, I think that it's an exercise that we we might begin by bringing this sort of confused childlike behavior when we come down on our knees saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to pray, how to pray. But after a while, when you start doing this with God, he somehow like teaches you and you learn and you develop that stronger prayer relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely, I grew up um, with a, uh, a guy that went to the church. He was quite a bit older than I was. And he used to always clench his fists and say, there is power in prayer, you know. Was his name Bill? Oh, that was Bill. I always reference Bill. I love him. Bill was such a character. Mm -hmm. Character in a good way. He wasn't, like, he he was was genuine. Mm -hmm. He was just genuine. He was, yeah, he was a great guy. But when I was reading reading this prayer, it says, uh, we read about the disciples who fell asleep when they needed prayer the most. And it just, it always has struck me that, you know, Christ knew what he was about to face, and yet he's telling them to pray so that they won't come into temptation. He's basically saying, Peter, pray, because I know what's about to happen. I know what's about Mm -hmm. to happen to you, and you need to pray because prayer strengthens us. Well, isn't that the way it is with our marriage sometime, too? We might think, I have such a great marriage, I don't really need to worry about it. And Peter's like, I have this great relationship with Jesus. I don't need to worry about it. Lord, there's no way I'm going to fail you. There's no way I would ever deny you, Lord. And then what happened just a few hours later, if he would have spent that time praying, he could prepare himself for what was to come. Well, and that's exactly what Jesus was was trying to point out to him. Yeah. And and made quite a point of doing it because he, he went away, he came back, he went away, you know. And, and he, I think it was twice that he came to them and said, are you sleeping? You know, um, and I, that just always really struck me is that Christ knew what he was coming up against. And he, his thoughts were for his followers. And I just thought, that's, that's just really amazing. Oh, that is beautiful. Yeah, that's, and, and that is... Yeah, that it's is, not so much an exercise of like here you know it's not a list it's not a list that you give god and say this is all the things that i want i mean you you can ask for things and and that's fine but when the bible there's so much terminology in the bible that is really misunderstood and so when the bible says ask and it shall be given to you he's talking about the holy spirit seek and you shall find it's the truth knock on the you know and, and so those are the things it's not it's not things that you know, I need a new this or a new that. Like, God knows what we need. He knows what we need. And we need to just settle ourselves down and just live in that faith that says, no matter what happens, God is in control. And that is the entire point of prayer, that God is in control. Even mm-hmm. the Lord's Prayer, if, if, you know, people look at the Lord's Prayer, and it's such an amazing thing because it talks there, it starts off with, you know, recognizing who God is 
And, you know, and it ends up talking about um, keep us from temptation, like the time of the great tribulation, deliver us from the evil one. You know, that kind of thing is just amazing how the Lord's Prayer just spans and encompasses everything. Forgiveness. So many people aren't aware that if we don't forgive one another, God won't forgive us. And that made it into the Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, so we really need, I think, to open our eyes a little bit more, get into the Word more, and learn these things and really have them become part of us because that is what prayer is really designed to do. It's just to point us back to God and say, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm not in control, and that's great because God is. That's that's what it's all about. I like that. All right, let's pray. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, your word says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We know prayer is an important part of our marriage. We know that it's more than a good suggestion. We know that the life-breathing force that gives glory to you while making us strong, or we know it's the life-breathing force. And so we ask that you teach us, Lord. Teach us what it means to be fervent. Give us an unmistakable passion for prayer as we're making our way through each day. Remind us to pray for each other often. Help us to see the needs we might otherwise overlook. We read about the disciples who fell asleep when they needed prayer most. Help us to learn from that, Father. Help us to be there when one needs the other and to be strong when the other is weak. Give us insight into your word that we might know you and follow your will. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. 